his tent And there you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows Everybody One shiny moment It's all on the line In one shining moment Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. This is Locker Room Guys brought to you by Chad's Pizza. Students get $15 any specialty pizza and $12 single topping pizza. They are the place to go in Cedar Falls to eat, watch a game, or even get a drink. Please go check them out and tell them we sent you. Uh, please like, comment, share, and follow for more content from the greatest college sports minds in the world. Thank you so much for clicking on, clicking on to the episode. And now, enjoy the show. Welcome back. Uh, we haven't done basketball in a while, but just me and Logan again. Joey's not all caught up yet, I guess, on basketball. He's still focused on football, which is fine. Um, but yeah, we huge week, obviously feast week. Gonna recap everything. Every, teams more 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 recapping teams than um, games because if you break down every game, that's just too much. You might as well put them all together on one team. So. To start, though, I uh, have some winners and losers of the weekend. Uh, Logan, I'll just say the winners. Let me know what you think, and then I'll uh, elaborate a little more. Uh, for starters, Purdue, obviously, they won Maui, and they also have Marquette. So that's pretty self-explanatory. Both looked really well. Um, they showed they could, Marquette showed they could play with the best of them, regardless of size, regardless of really anything. And that's why I was most impressed about Marquette. Like, they have... Multiple way Marquette has multiple ways to score. They don't need to run an offense. It's just they all just are so smart out there. They can figure it out themselves. Igadaro is a stud, one of the best bigs in the country. He I thought he did an awesome job on Edie for being undersized. They have Cam Jones. They have literally everything you can that you want as a team. Like they have like it's insane. Joplin's a stud. Like Stevie Mitchell comes out the bet. Like it's just like these guys are loaded. And they could have beat Purdue. That game could have won either way. They played nine times out of ten. I think it goes almost 50-50. Uh, but on the Purdue side, Purdue never wavered. They were down in each of their first two games, I believe. Um, coming Then they came back. Marquette got close, but they just, when they need it most, they get the ball to Edie. They they make big shots. Braden Smith, Fletcher Lawyer, stepped up big in game two. They just closed out games and made plays when they needed to, and that's why they're the number one team in the country. And I think the gap between these teams is not that far. Yeah, obviously, um, <clears throat> we both bet on Marquette. We had Marquette winning. I thought Marquette offensively, obviously, was one of the, it's one of the best offenses I've seen in a long time. They're just, but Purdue at the same time is also one of the best offenses I've seen. So like both of them are just offensively, just like insane. Purdue is just looks like they don't make they don't make mistakes. Like they just look like they obviously have been there for a while and they have been. And yeah, Purdue probably is the number one team in the nation. They're not number one for me because I'm biased. But, I mean, I don't think there's any argument for another team, maybe besides the team that I have. Maybe, like, UConn, you could say in there. But, like, other than that, like, I think Purdue is obviously the number one team in the nation. They have the best player. No one can stop him. No one can guard him. I don't think he'll ever be stopped. He's going to score 20 a game. He's going to have – out rebounding was the thing that Marquette loses on because they are undersized. But, I mean, even though that they're undersized, like, their undersized big is 
unguardable on for big guys. So like they kind of they lose it on one end, but it's good on the other end. So like both teams looked phenomenal. I mean, I it was a tough game to pick in the championship, obviously, because both teams are really good. But covered the spread. It was a close game. Both teams, yeah, I think they're both top five teams the rest of the year. Purdue might stay at one for a very long time. I would not be surprised if they go fucking undefeated somehow. Yeah, they're just super hard to guard because they always have that safety safety valve. And Tyler Kolick didn't play necessarily awesome this tournament scoring-wise. He had a good game against Purdue, but he just does so much for that offense in general, gets him in spots. The thing is with them, they can play like at any any pace they want. Like Their tempo is not very like fast. But they also can score because they, they're constantly moving on offense. Their defense, say what you want. Like, yeah, they score a lot of points. They're obviously going to give up some points because that's how it works. And they can get down and guard and speed you up. Like, they sped up Kansas to a point where Kansas couldn't control the tempo. And that's kind of why they beat Kansas because they, they could kind of control um, the tempo of the game and just sped them their offense up why they could get out and get some runouts. Uh, and yes, yeah, so this team can defend. They can pretty much do it all. And like Seamus Purdue, I think these two teams, if you had to tier them, I think it's honestly, I'd probably do Marquette, Purdue, UConn, Arizona right now, probably in the top tier. Maybe Houston, but Houston hasn't really played anyone. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like Marquette as a team, yeah, like you said, like the they can play at their own pace and like, they can because, like, they have every – like, their offense is kind of like – it's get it to Iguodaro, it's handoffs. They don't have to hand it off. Like, they'll just kind of play their own speed until handoffs are open, until they get it in their guys' hands. Like, Tyler Kolick to drive. They don't force anything. It's just like – like, Iguodaro's push shot is 100%. I've never seen him miss it. Cam Jones, I swear, I've never seen him miss a three. Tyler Kolick is throwing balls to people. I don't even know how he gets it there. Like, that, those three guys, if they're in the game – even Joplin stepped up in the Kansas game and he dropped, mm-hmm. like, 20 or 30 or something like that. And, like, yeah, obviously Shaka, the defense, they obviously are probably going to run the same defense against Kansas and Purdue with the big guy dominant, like, offenses. But it obviously doesn't work against Purdue because Zach Eady is another fucking monster compared to Hunter Dickinson. But the defense strategy on that was crazy against um, Kansas with, like, the doubling and everything trying to push them Mm -hmm. out so they couldn't get to the bigs, and it worked. Because if you look at, like, stats, like, Kansas couldn't even get to the post. Like, what did did fucking – Hunter Dickinson only had 13 points, and he only shot eight twos. They did a really good job of doubling off of Dewan Harris. Yeah, they get like once they pushed him out, which is how you stop from getting people into the post. You got to push them out towards half, and that's what they did. Obviously, they tried against Purdue, but I mean Purdue has Zach Eady, and I think I don't really know if anyone can really stop him, even if you do that. You you have to double, but that's what the thing with Purdue is: if they're making shots. Like they they couldn't do sometimes last year. They're literally impossible to beat, like or guard at least. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're gonna. If I like, I don't see anybody stopping Edie ever. I don't care if you're the smartest defense coach with the biggest size ever. He's just too big and he's too like he's too smart. Even if you try he's, to stop him he's scoring, good he's just, yeah, he's just he's not gonna make mistakes. He's gonna do the right plays. He's gonna make the right plays. He's not gonna mess up. He's gonna make his free throws. He's the best big I've ever seen in college basketball. Yeah. Like it just like it's like, that's like you usually see player of the year, you win player of the year, and then you just kind of like the same, like the Shibwe. Like a lot of guys, when they come back, they're just the same. He got even better, which is like crazy to think that. I, I am, I see no reason why he doesn't go back to back at this point. I'm be honest. Yeah. 
Uh, another winner. Villanova and Kyle Neptune kind of all together. Um, winning the battle for Atlantis pretty comfortably, too. They had a pretty close one against UNC. But other than that, they beat Texas Tech pretty handily and smoked Memphis in the championship. Memphis, in that Memphis game, they went on a 21-0 run, I believe. Memphis did. And they still lost by double digits. By, like, that's that's crazy. Yeah, because halftime score was was fucking brutal. I don't even remember what it was. Memphis Memphis only had 16 points. Yeah, in the first half, Villanova had a 16 to 2 run, a 10 0 run, and then a 17 to 3 run that kind of went into the second half. But I it literally was like, I think it was like 40 to 14 or something at half. Yeah. Yeah, give up a 24 to 2 run, they still win. I'm not going to lie. I was, I had, I had a red flag on Villanova. I'm like, here we go again. Like, it's going to be a weird. This is the thing. But with college basketball, it, it, it pertains to Villanova, FAU, um, who else lost some good ones, some bad games? I mean, uh, USC, but USC also lost some more. But those two teams for in general, you lose to a bad team, you're going to have that. Like college basketball, you play so much, you're going to have an off night. And it's it's how – I think it's more of how you do against the good teams, and both those teams have show, like played really well outside of that. So, yeah, you, you take them out of the rankings, you knock them for a little bit, but once you see they can play with anyone, that you just – Pretty much ignore that game, put in your back pocket, be like, who gives a shit? They played a bad game. They shots weren't falling. It happens in basketball. Uh, but Villanova's starting to figure it out. They're starting to play as a team. This team is built so well for Villanova because Justin TJ Bamba reminds me of a Justin Moore. Like the same, they're the same build, pretty much the exact same player, person in general. Um, so I really like that. You have two guys that are like to say Mark Armstrong has taken a huge step forward from last year. Like, he was coming in as a pretty high recruit, and last year maybe didn't play as much as he wanted to, but he's taken such a big step forward as a being their true point, being that true point guard that I said they didn't have to start the year. And Eric Dixon is, like, playing, like, one of the best players in the country right now. Like, if you look at his game logs of of the of um, that tournament, Battle for Atlantis, 19, he had 19 against... Texas Tech, 34 against UNC, and then 11 against Memphis. Like, he played unreal. The guy can shoot the three ball better than any most bigs in the country. Like, he's he's uh, he's adopted that. And then Tyler Burton, that the guy they got the, from Richmond, has played unreal, too. Like, they're not very big. But when is Villanova ever big? They're not. They have good guards. They have bigs that can, pl- that can kind of stretch the floor and beat you multiple ways. And they, they're just complete. Like they play so they play a lot of guys. Like Hakeem Hakeem Hart, Longino, Lance Wears are back up big and then Hawson off the bench. That's a hell of a bench. Chris Archidiakon played a ton last year. He didn't even play this year, hardly. Like this team, Neptune has figured him out. We maybe were a little harsh on them to start the year, but they're really starting to mesh. And end of the day in college basketball, yes, you need to have a good coach. Yes, you need to have the good like Scheme, I guess you could say. You have to have players, and they have players. And at the end of the day, talent's going to win a majority of the time. Yeah, I, obviously I threw that red flag at him because of how it went last year, because last year was bad, but Justin Moore was out all last year. 
now you have like your leading scorer back, like a guy who's been in the system. Like they still play the same brand of basketball. It's still like it's not fast, yes. smart, slow. It's fundamental. They still play that basketball, and they st- now they have they filled all the holes they need last year. Last year there was injuries. They had two probably the two best players were hurt last year with the freshman. Forget his name. Tim Whitmore. And, yeah, Whitmore. And then they have just more. Both of them out. If both those guys play the whole year, they probably have a good year. But now they fill all these holes. Like like you said, like the Armstrong, the bomb. Like everybody's filling in. Eric Dixon's still him. Justin Moore is still like good. Everybody that was there is still playing their role. Now they just filled all the holes. I hope they continue this because this Memphis win, Memphis is coming off two good wins against a Michigan team who was hot and then an Arkansas team. Yeah, and then an Arkansas team who's good and athletic, just Arkansas struggling perimeter defense. They're a good team. Memphis is a good team. Yeah, that was like a very good win. Memphis should be ranked after all this, even they lose to Villanova. But Villanova ran through this tournament. Obviously a North Carolina overtime game, but North Carolina with Baycott and everything, like the guards. UNC's been playing well, too. Yeah, like going into that tournament, like they were the favorite in that tournament, too. UNC was, but Villanova, yeah. I like it. Like, I want Villanova to be back, and I think they're going to be good now after this tournament. They look no, this team, this team's good. I the, the one question Marcus said before the year is, are they going to find the point guard? Because to start it was supposed to be Justin Moore, and Justin Moore's not a point guard. He can play point, but he's not a point guard that's going to be, like, over the top. He's better on the wing, and they found that guy. Mark Armstrong has stepped up in a huge way. Um, just plays good basketball in general. And TJ Bamba, just how he plays, like, his – Turnover rate is like super low, so like his assist turnover is assist seventeen to three and a half. Like he's twenty six in the country and turnovers with like on the good side of it. Like he's he's really stepped into that role. Yeah, he was probably the, the go to guy at Wazoo, but he's I think a big difference maker in this team because like I said, watch them play. We'll look at them. It's literally a light skin and then a dark darker skin version of each other with him and Justin Moore. They're literally like yeah. the same. They're the same height. They're five pounds off from each other. They play the same style, same like shot, everything. And I absolutely like, they are like clones of each other and it works so well. I will say though, I know it's Penn, but that is a rivalry game. No, it is. It's them and Temple. They play every year and like Temple yeah. snuck them last, sneaked them last year who Temple actually had some really good players come out of there. We came to find out, but yeah, it is a rivalry game. Why did they? Why was it at the the palace, Palista, whatever it's called? Is like a crazy environment too. I guess like people, it's like yeah. a really historic place. Um, yeah, it, it's we'll get an FAU here now too. They lose to Bryant, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's the same typical Cinderella story." But FAU is a good freaking team. They're they're another winner of the week. They came into this with that loss to Bryant, right? It was their most recent loss. They beat Loyola, beat Eastern Michigan, big deal. Lose, couldn't score. They just couldn't get the ball in the hole. It happens. Like, that happens in college basketball. They got beat by a pretty bad Bryant team. Then they turn around and beat Butler, beat A&M, and Virginia Tech, who was, Virginia Tech was playing really good basketball, and they beat them by 34. Like, FAU's elite. First of all, they didn't have... Um, Nick Boyd in these games, who was a they're starting uh like guard, point guard, I believe, from last year. Um John L. Davis and Elijah Martin are two of the best guard you could you could argue guard duo. Those two are like top five, top at least top five, I think, in my opinion. Maybe I'm overstepping some guys, but those two are elite. And Vladis Golden, 
Vlad Vladislav Gold. He can go, he can play against anyone. He's like a Zach Eady, but at a lower level. But I like he can play. He's kind. He's not just big. If that like in that sense, he can play basketball at a pretty high level, kind of like a Zach Eady could. Like Zach Eady can can play basketball. He's not just big out there. He has some skills. He's not. He's coordinated. He's not like clumsy. He's a good basketball player, good athlete, honestly, for being a seven-one guy. And he dominates in a lot of these games. And is like a lot of the reason why they win. Like he's double figures every game, except for their loss against Bryant, which I think they just all struggled. They only scored four, four, ah, fifty-two points. So this team's awesome, and they are—they're actually here to be like a good. T- I can't wait for the FAU Memphis games this year in that conference. It's going to be awesome. No, yeah, I mean. FAU, I admit, yeah, because I, I remember I asked you right after they lost. I'm pretty sure I asked you, and I said, um, is this like another one of the times? Because every year we kind of fought, we fell for it. Uh, North Carolina year, we're like, no, this team's different. Like, they have all these guys, but like. And this team, the reason they're different, too, is they won 32-some th- games last year. They were actually good. Like, they, they weren't, weren't a UCLA. Well, UCLA was actually ended up pretty, being pretty well, pretty good. They weren't like a Loyola who went on that run who was like a pretty solid team. They weren't like a who ended Loyola ended up being pretty decent the next year too, but like t- yeah, like teams like that, I get what you mean. Like these guys actually are they won I don't care what league you're in, division you're in, 32 games is a lot of games to win. Yeah. Like that, it's time. hard to do. And the teams they lost to like weren't bad either. Like I remember we bet against them. It was Middle Tennessee, wasn't it? Who beat them? Middle Tennessee State, I think. Last year? Yeah, I think they were one of the teams that beat them last FAU's year. FAU's last, they have four losses, I believe. They had four losses. They lost to Ole Miss early, like second game of the year. UAB, who was a yeah. lot, really good, fun team in the middle of Tennessee, who was actually like pretty just like almost top 100, which obviously is not great, but for that level, like that's not bad. Like, yeah, they lost to some, they had three losses last year. Like, come on, what are we doing? Like, they literally had 35 wins. And they were a buzzer beater away from going all the way to the finals. Like they had the game won. Yeah. And like guards, obviously guards are gonna win you in March Madness. And they have two very good ones. I mean Nick Boyd's Elijah even a Martin. stud. Yeah. But like even like with Davis and fucking Martin. Martin just looks like a bucket. He's one of them guys that's the eye test. He just looks like he's good. And he is. Like like these guys can score the fucking ball. They put up ninety six points against AM. A really good care. defense team, yeah. AM can defend. Yeah, like I don't care like who who's fucking the defensive teams. This year, even Loyola is a, known for being a defensive team to slow you down and just literally like lock you up. That's what the Loyola does. They score 75 on them. That's impressive. They score 100 on Eastern Michigan. Who cares? They suck. Like, take like, out Bryant, that Bryant game. Like, they have look. one bad night where they score 52. Then they go 91, 96, 84. Against three Power 5 teams. Yeah, and Virginia Tech's a defense team too, aren't they? No, they're not. Not really. Like look and look and you look um Ken Palm wise, Butler's top sixty, AM's top twenty, and Virginia Tech's probably gonna climb a little bit into the top fifty, top sixty. Like they put up damn near hundred on all those teams. Like they're they're a really good basketball team and yeah, they deserve their respect, which I don't think no one's disrespecting them by any means, but yeah, that that question that got gets put to rest, are they really that good I think they got some oh yeah, we'll get into it. This is awesome. I don't know you the feel the six if you know what the feel the sixty eight is. It's like a media company thing. 
Um, I listen to them quite a bit. They're good. They're good. Uh, ba- college basketball guys, I guess they get a bunch of former coaches. Um, anyways, they're hosting an event down there, and it's Liberty, Charleston, and them. Three of the best, like mid-major school. Like Liberty is like ranked in some people's polls this year. Charleston, you saw what they did last year. How many games they won? Like thirty-something games, and then you got, and then you got these guys. Like that's gonna be a really Really fun and underrated, uh, little round robin they're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Liberty and Charleston are like teams that are just always like good, they're always borderline tournament. They're always good. Yeah. They're solid. Top um, of their conference here. We'll get more into that like in upcoming games. But the last team as a winner I have is Colorado State. Huge win. They're in my top twenty-five now. They're in a lot of people's. I think they might be in the actual one too. Huge smoked Creighton, smoked them. Neutral site in a tournament game, beat the sixty nine to forty eight. Took it to them. They were supposed to be like a top four team in that conference, regardless, because of one guy. It's Isaiah Stevens. He is an absolute monster. He's been awesome this year. I I think I told someone. Someone was we were talking about. I said I told you. I think. I said Colorado State's yeah. I, yeah, I said you said Creighton should beat him. I go, Colorado State's a good team because Isaiah um oh, Isaiah Stevens is a stud. And he was. He had twenty points against them. He had twenty he had twenty point seven assists, one turnover against um Creighton. And yeah, this is listen to these numbers this year. These are his points. Granted, they haven't really played anyone up until Creighton. 15, 22, 24, 6, 18, 20. His assist numbers those games. 10 assists, 14 assists, 4 fours, 8 and 7. And he doesn't turn it over either. The guy's a stud. Holy he fuck. might be the best player in the in the Mountain West. And the Mountain West is pretty loaded with some... They got some good guys in the Mountain West. He's a dog. I, oh, my God. Yeah. He can fill up the stat sheet. I had no fucking clue. Averaging a little over a steal a game. Doesn't turn it over. Can dish it, can score, shoots a high percentage. Like this guy is one of the better guards in the country. Yeah, holy yeah. fuck! Give him the damn respect he needs. Like, yeah, he's a dog. The most impressive thing though is how the fuck do you hold Creighton to forty eight? Yeah, they they kept him in front of him. Like I watched the highlights kind of this game, or the that thirty minute breakdown. I forget who the guy is on YouTube, but I absolutely love it. What he does, he just takes out all the. Uh, extra shit and just breaks it down. It's like a 30, 40 minute game. And they just kept him in front of him. Like, don't let, don't let Trey Alexander get downhill. Steven Ashworth has not played to the level I thought he would this year as being a point guard. Like he, he could score the rock at Utah state because they ran a very high tempo pace, but Creighton, he's been struggling to find that. But I mean, it might come. We'll see, but yeah, they just they just guarded him well, kept him in front of him, made him take make tough shots, and yeah, and the day they beat the living show. I mean, now they're six and zero and beat they're in the top twenty five. Ranked twenty in the A people. Yeah, they're awesome. I did not know about this card. Holy shit! Yeah, preseason you're supposed to be like one of the better players in the country. He's a dog. Uh, anyways, that's it for winners. I don't know if you had any more. Um, I mean, Houston wins theirs, but yeah, but they were already kind of. You could you could maybe say Arizona. They just keep beating these good teams, but 
Michigan State again. Yeah, Houston hasn't really played anybody yet. The best team they played was probably Dayton. They handled them. You're Dayton. Player. Shut up. Uh, into losers, I got two, maybe third one. Um, Arkansas, obviously. They should have lost to Stanford. Stanford literally gave them that game. They lose to Memphis. They lose to UNC. And is it time to hit the panic button? No, because every year Arkansas does this. I literally said it to the start of the year. I'm like, watch, everyone's going to turn on them. And I understand why. Like, I'm not defending them. I don't think they should be in the top 25 at all right now. They don't deserve it. But they do this every year. Like, everyone's got to take a chill pill. They're going to be fine. The thing is, they're playing super selfish. They have too many scores they brought in. They have so many guys that scored were the number one guys on teams that weren't very good. So they got to figure out how to play as a team. And no one does that better than Eric Bussman. The last three years, he's had the same situation where guys come in and they can't figure it out how to play together and they end up playing together and figuring it out. So give this damn team some time. They will be absolutely fine. They play Duke Wednesday at home. I mean, that place is always rocking. So, I'm not hitting the panic button. I will never hit the panic button until they get like couple, like almost halfway through SEC play and they're still losing. Then you'd be like, okay, these guys may not be good. But I'm not yeah. worried at all. The thing with them, but at the end of the day, I, they did lose the weekend. They did not play well at all. No, then I've I've seen it. It's they can't play perimeter defense whatsoever. Like they just don't have it. They lose. Obviously, you lose Anthony Black. Which is massive, but like I think I don't think Ellis can play defense. Like if you look at since Moss has got there in twenty twenty, that was a bad year for defense. Obviously, it's his first year, but they were ten in defense in twenty one. They were eleven in defense in twenty two. They were seventeen in defense last year, and this year they are fifty nine. Yeah, it, that's the, they, they have guys. Are, they just get, they gotta have these guys come in. They still gotta build like that culture and they got to know how to play uh, Arkansas basketball. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It's not as easy as it looks. A lot of points right now. I mean, they gave up in this tournament, they gave up 74, 84 and 87. Yeah. They don't, they don't play very good team basketball either. It's a lot of ISO and taking bad shots. But if we look back on the Eric Musselman era at Arkansas, not counting his first year in 2020, 2021, they started off really hot, went nine and zero, lost four or five, and then they won after like what starting SEC play they lost four or five, and then they lost one game the rest of the year until they lost to Baylor in the Elite Eight. So there's one. Yeah. There's an example. Twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, started nine and zero again, lost to Oklahoma, Hofstra, beat Elon, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, A and M. So they lose five of the next six. Rest of the year, they lose two games and go to the Elite Eight again. 2023, they lost to Creighton early. So they start 11-1. and one, Then they lose six of their next seven. No, five of their next six. They lose. They actually had a pretty rough year last year, I will say. So that, that's an exception. But then they still went to the where? They beat the number one seed. They got to the Sweet 16. Yeah, and I'll keep in mind last year, um, you lose Brazil and you lose... You lose Brazil. Nick Smith was in and out of the lineup. It's so hard as a fre- to have a freshman that's never played college basketball be in and out of a lineup because he need 
first of all, he doesn't know how to mesh in general in a college basketball game because he's never done it before. Now he's in and out. So how does, like, he's out this game, he's in this game. How do we, you know, it's just so hard. And they struggled, but then they figured it out in a way and just ran into a buzzsaw of UConn. Yeah, they weren't beating UConn. So everyone was, calm down on Arkansas. It's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I These next two are kind of questionable. I have Tennessee kind of in a way that, yeah, they lost to some really good teams in Purdue and Kansas, but they were, the way they played to start the year, they were supposed to maybe win this tournament, be a top national title contender, right? Yeah. Because they found scoring. But they're still, they've still showed they're not on that tier yet. They're in the second or third tier still. So that's why they're a loser because this is the year they thought they found a guy. They thought they could find some scoring, which they are scoring it better, I do think, in a way, at times, I guess. But they're still same old Tennessee. They're just not at that level of the top five, six, seven teams in the country, even top ten almost in the country yet. They just... Like Dalton Connect obviously is their only like legit score. If you look at number, like they and can rely on him. The, what game was it? Purdue game. He just disappeared in the second half. Maybe it was yeah. He had he had sixteen in the Purdue game, but I like yeah. Second half he wasn't there. He had thirteen against Kansas. Like he scored 17, 24, 18, 17, 16, 13. Like he can score. Where else, where do you go after that? Like who's who's the next guy? Yeah, it's like it. I think they're got their scores. Vescovy's way too inconsistent. Oh, my goodness. Um, Josiah Jordan James is inconsistent as all hell. Is Connect as a guy, and Jordan Ganey are the only two guys I think I can rely on to put the is ball in the hole. I don't know why he shoots. I mean, he I don't know why he, he plays. plays. He, dude, he just lets shit fl- Yeah, like, everybody, like Joey said, like, people Good think defender. He's like a- Who cares? Which is good, yeah. That's how they play. But he's also five nine defender. Like obviously, you're still gonna get scored on. You're shooting eighteen percent from three, four for twenty two. Just be, just play defense and pass the ball. Stop shooting. Like I like yeah. there's got to be something better than him. They like, Ken Palm. They technically are still ranked number one in defense, which they have been very impressive defensively still. But that's what yeah, we knew yeah. already. We already knew they were gonna be a top two team in defense. If you can drop to fucking. Five in defense and go up five spots and or like seven spots in offense. You guys would be way better. Like this team, you're deep, number one in defense every year. Yeah, that's cool. But can you score the fucking ball? They've been for once? top five in defense since 2021. They're the number yeah. one defense last year. They were the number one defense or number three before that. They're number five before that. Like their offense needs to figure it out. Yeah, you see their offenses over the last all those years too. Not good. 85, 35. 64 and 52. And keep in mind to be in the top 40 of offense in order to be able to win a title throughout like history wise. Yes. And they've only done that once. Because that's the thing with basketball. You have to put together six good basketball games. Tennessee can't do that. They're not a team where they can go six games in a row and score the ball consistently. It's not gonna happen. That's why they that's why they can't win championship. That's why similar to uh like Houston Logan of the last couple of years, they've struggled to score like against good competition six games in a row. Mm-hmm. Like every good defense team has struggled to do that, and that's why they lose. The year, the best year that Houston had to do it was the year they played um 
They lost to Villanova. That team actually could score the ball. If they had Sasser and stuff, they would have probably they had been a Sasser lot better too. Like that team but, actually could hit the ball in the hole. Yes, and I, it's hard when you're not that when you're not reliant on your scoring. It's hard to put together six good offensive games in a row, and that's literally why what happens to these guys every year. Like yeah, they're gonna lock up. Like look at last year, they Tennessee they played so well against Duke. They beat the hell out of whoever they played first round. Like they played so well. Defensively, they didn't score a lot in that Duke game, but then they had to go against FAU, who kind of made them struggle, and they lost. Like that's the thing; it's so hard to put together. That's why everyone says this is the hardest tournament of all sports to win because putting together six good games in a row and not slipping up is very hard to do. And let alone, yeah, sure. some teams may slip up a little bit, but somehow they find a way to win. You got to be lucky enough to get past those games. Yeah, and because like if you look at Tennessee's points last year, they scored fifty eight, sixty five, and fifty five. Yeah, exactly. That's touched sixty once. You're yeah. not winning March Madness no. scoring sixty one out of the year. You have to you have to be able to score. Like obviously, honestly, yeah. In March Madness, defense wins you games, but if you get hot and you're you like Miami on the whole. If you get if you get hot and your team like Miami, like an offensive team who gets hot is gonna win you. Like mm-hmm. even like Kansas State last year with Noel and them, like they yeah. could just score the. Because all it takes is for your team to get hot and you like you have Noel who's dropping triple doubles left and right. That's gonna win you games over being able to. Because you're not gonna hold six teams in a row to under sixty under sixty five. No, because you're gonna eventually run into a team that can score on any defense. You got to be able to score. You got to be able to do both, obviously, but. Like Houston obviously has like a better offensive rating, but they don't score a lot. They score efficiently, not because they're slow. Yeah, they're slow tempo. Uh, uh, and then this one isn't really like a national stage loss. It's more of like a where we're from, and it's Iowa State. I think they kind of lost the weekend in a sense for us because I would say we have a lot of. I don't think I don't think people were as as high on them as like we are because we're around so many people and like we kind of know the team more. But they easily could have went 0-3 this week. Easily. VCU, they were down double digits at half. They should have lost. Yeah. And then they lose to Virginia Tech and lose to AM. Like and they're they blew it against AM. They're up big really early and they lost. But they haven't they didn't look good at all. Yeah, they looked unreal against Green Bay, Lindenwood, Idaho State, and Grambling State. One team in the top three hundred. So, yeah. yeah, they looked really good in those games. But that doesn't matter. Tammy Lipsy looks good, but, like, Milan played terrible against VCU. I don't think he had a very good tournament, did he? Uh, he Lipsy played, played really well. He had 21 against Virginia Tech. But then he had... Oh, no, he, no, he did good. They he struck... 15 he shot... He had four for 13 from three, though, against... I game. said it, too. I told Jack this. I said... I still worry about their half court. Until I see it, I'm not sold. He goes, oh, we'll be better this year. I, you don't know. I don't know. Like, Taman Lipsy has obviously taken a big leap. Milan, who's a freshman, is good, but. They had, like, they had guys last year that could could score, and they knew how to because they were, vet, like, veterans. But I don't know if they have that this no. year. Like, I don't know. I don't, it's it's going to be a work in progress. Milan can shoot, and Taman, Taman's just overall just a good point guard. He'll be here for four years, and I love it. He's going to be awesome. They're going to they're gonna defend really well, but they're like a 
they're like a Walmart Tennessee. Yeah. Literally a Walmart version of Tennessee. It's literally copy and paste. I think Houston's the best at all those teams, though. Obviously. Yes, because I think they can actually put the ball in. They have scores. They have guys you can they go to scores. to get the bucket. They just don't score fast. No, they, they, they Yeah, they, that's part of their tempo. Yeah, which they, yeah. They're, and they just get in people's faces, too. So mm-hmm. they, they like to, they get points off. They defense. play a different style. They don't. Yeah, they, they score yeah, off yeah. their defense. They play a different defensive and style. Don't score off their defense. They just pack it in and, like, you can't fucking score. It's like St. Mary's. But Houston, we get turnovers, so we can defense to offense. Yes. St. Mary's. Oh, my God. They suck. What happened to them? They suck. <laughs> uh, we can kind of hit on them quick, but they lost again last night. They're three and four. Lost it. Lost I was so close, too. I wanted to take them so bad. bad. No, all. Utah's not a bad team. Weber State, San Diego State by a lot. Xavier, who just lost last night to um, Oakland, shot at Rocket Watts. Um, is, he, is he still there? Yeah, and then Utah. Uh, That's just they yeah, suck. I mean, yeah, they're not they, a good team. I thought they played. I thought that was it. Never mind. They play. Oh my god, they have Boise State coming up. They have and Colorado State. They had. Last year they had this uh their guard Logan Johnson. Damn, do they miss him because they cuz Mahaney is not a point guard. Mahaney no. is a scorer. Logan Johnson was an awesome facilitator, a good passer, get everyone in the right spots. Dish. They don't have that this year and oh my god is it showing. They are a bad basketball team. I mean, this is another one of them teams. Their defense isn't even good this year. It's 46. No. Yeah. They can, it's it's going to be a rough year for this team. Like, they're going to be bad. Yeah, just when you think that they might decrown Gonzaga. They just look terrible. Bad. And their then, year to Gonzaga's down. This is their year. And then Xavier, too. Four and th- like, they weren't supposed to be good, but losing to Oakland at home. It's bad yeah, luck. It's- yeah, bad luck. Uh, Oakland though is not a bad team. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, the o- Oakland's losses this year: Ohio State at Ohio State, at Illinois, and then Drake. Yeah, tough. But anyways, get into Maui. More Maui. Uh, I guess we'll just start. We already kind of hit in Marquette. We already kind of got to Tennessee and Purdue. Oh, uh, Kansas, and it's two and one. Not a horrible Maui, obviously. Um, they had Marquette, too. They just kind of lost it and never really could recover. I, they can't find the scoring. We said it. That was our thing with Kansas. Where are they going to find scoring outside of Dickinson? And Dickinson has a bad game. The one get bad game he had, they lost. Well, I feel like they were the number one team coming into this year. Not because they were, because... Because they got Hunter Dickinson pick. and it's Kansas. It was, it was yeah, it was the safe pick to put him at one. And I don't blame anybody for putting him at one, but I said it and I like my first poll, I had him at seven. And then I like I haven't got him above like five. Like they're not like I was never like overly high on him. Like obviously these transfers come in. Hunter Dickinson's phenomenal transfer, and Kevin McCuller might be their best player right now. Like overall. I think he is. Of, yeah, I think he's probably their best player. KJ Adams, well, like, I, he's gonna 
Dickinson probably is, but Kevin but like I'm saying, like overall, just like having on the floor, I like like you want McCuller out there. He does everything for you. Agreed. Triple doubles, everything. But Dickinson, yeah, obviously your best offensive player. That like that he can shoot three times too. He's shooting seven for ten. If he has to, he'll knock it down. He turns Duan the ball Hunter. over a lot. Yeah, Hunter Dickinson does. His yeah, his turnover rate and his assist rate are damn near the exact same. So and that's not good as a big. The team in general turns over a lot. Has Timberlake done anything? He don't even play. They don't have a two guard. All right, well, we'll be yeah. right back though. We're almost out of time here. All right, what were we just talking about? Don't have two guard. They don't have two guard. No, they don't. Uh, Marco Jackson is their guy right now, and he's a freshman. Hasn't really played good at all. <laughs> like, look no, at his numbers: they... eight, nine, seven, seven, zero, four. And he's only shot four shots at the most, and one and this is the most he shot in a game. Four two pointers, I guess. Six shots is like the most he shot in a game. Like, he's not out there to do anything other than just be out there. Their Ken Palm offense is 27. Like, they're not high at all. They, 27. They have no defense depth. They, they had no depth. I mean, you have Kevin McCuller. He'll get you 10 points a game and, like, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, all that. But that's not, like, that. you need something out of somebody else. You need – Dickinson will score his – Dewan Harris, you don't want he's gonna score maybe eight to ten points a game. He'll score if he has to. But a Marco Jackson, Timberlake, one of those two has has to step up. They have to play better. El Marco Jackson, like is still a freshman though. So Timberlake's got to do something. KJ Adams is not gonna score either. Like it ha- it has to come from these two guys. And I don't know if they'll ever step up because it's hard to be a freshman in Kansas basketball. They don't have Obviously, any they have no outside like shooting. Yeah, like Grady Dick could do it because he's an outside shooter and he has Jalen Wilson, Dewan Harris. Like he has all these guys around him. Grady Dick was a good so player too, yeah. Yeah, and he was a good player. But this, now Marco Jackson stepping in a role that like, he's not like, like obviously Grady Dick could be the second, third guy to all these other guys. But Marco Jackson kind of has to step up and be the number one guard. Like he kind of does. Or Timberlake. One they, of them has to step up and be the number one scoring guard. In their team. They'd be the number one team in the country, I think without a doubt, if they had Grady Dick this year. Oh, without a doubt. Even fresh, even freshman Grady Dick. I'm not saying like sophomore yeah. Grady Dick. They had yeah. Grady Dick of oh. last year on this team last year. They'd be the best team in the country. Yeah, oh, easily. I mean, like, yeah, you put him in. He he probably averaged more points on this team though than he did. That's what I'm saying. Last. He he'd be more even more aggressive. Yeah, because he would have to be because yeah. they don't have another. He'd be, guy. An, awesome, exactly. he'd be an awesome two guard. Jalen Wilson rely on. losing Jalen Wilson was massive. That's 20 points a game from a like a stretch like a stretch four base and like a 10, 10 rebounds. Ten rebounds, well, obviously, <laughs> just about eight rebounds. Like, but yeah, I saw I saw a video today though about Kansas. They were talking about the bigs, like KJ Adams being like undersized and not rebounding. And it was like we said, the bigs don't rebound on this team. It's the small forwards and like the small yeah, it's guys. weird. Like, it always is. Uh, it's always Kansas, like McCuller and like the small forward, like the six eight guys that are big, like mm-hmm. Wilson. Those guys will all be your leading rebounders, which is smart though. Yeah, I mean, this one, I guess, oh, no, we'll do this one first. Uh, Gonzaga, I thought, oh, impressed me, honest. Like, I think they they lost to Purdue, but they were in that game for the most part. Like, they're right in it. Uh, beat Syracuse, beat UCLA. UCLA. UCLA looked a lot better than I thought, too. I was actually glad I got to actually see them play because I didn't really watch them much. But, yeah, they looked solid. They're super young. Um, but I thought Gonzaga actually looked pretty good because – 
the reason is I think they I kind of misjudged Ryan Nemhart. I think he's a good pretty pretty good point guard. He is very inconsistent though. You saw it at Creighton a lot of time. Um I like Graham EK and Anton Watson that little that two that duo they have down low. I thought they do a really good job together. Anton Watson is more aggressive, he said this year. He said that he, to start the year he was not he learned he had to be a lot more aggressive and be like a scorer. And then Hickman, I like Hickman's game a lot. And then Stromer, like, and Ben Gregg coming in off the bench, like, Braden Huff, like, Braden Huff is a dog. He's a stud. 6'10 freshman. Guy can shoot the ball, can stretch it. Can, he, look at his, look at his numbers this year, like, box wise, box score wise. He's put up some big games, like, right away at 19 and 23. Didn't score a ton in that tournament, but he's only a freshman. I think he's going to be a really good player for them. So I do like Gonzaga a lot more now than what I did to start the year. His minutes are low. Hoffs are. Yeah, he's young. He's behind, obviously, the two bigs, EK and uh, Watson. So that's yeah, two guys you kind of got to play over. And then I think they play Ben Gregg a little more, too, as of right now because he's more experienced. But I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the day, end of the year, Brayden Huff's kind of up there. Because look at his uh, possession, his pr- uh, possession use. He's literally yeah, he's right like, up there with EK. Like EK can yeah, stretch it a little bit. Like Yeah, I, I like him. I mean, I don't I like I don't ex- I like I said they were a sleeper to win the Maui. Um just because of like offensively and like, you know, don't sleep on Gonzaga ever. But let's give him a break, you know. They played Purdue. Yeah, like that's their one and they were in that game. Like, yeah, they they were in that game. You only lose a ten by Purdue. Like you don't play bad. I mean they got it with him. Like, Within like a score late, and then Purdue just went on a run. Yeah, you lose the number one team in the nation. Obviously, that sucks. Syracuse is not a bad team. I have obvious outrights. Obviously, just turn my Twitter page. Syracuse money line tonight is my bet. Who they play? Um, Syracuse is not bad. It just so happens that they were playing in a tournament with some of the bet. Like these are like like you don't take things away from a Syracuse and Gonzaga losing games in Maui. Yeah, I mean Syracuse went defeated, but do you see the teams they played? Oh no, yeah, they didn't they go defeated. Never mind, they be shamanated. But but they lose to Tennessee and Gonzaga. Like <laughs> it's not bad losses at all. Like those teams are both like top fifteen teams in the nation. And then because UCLA being UCLA is huge. UCLA is not bad. No, I I, I think they're they're super on. young. Give that team they're gonna lose Bona next year. But like, let's talk about UCLA. Actually, I actually do want to talk about them. So, yeah, Syracuse, Syracuse. They're still really hard to watch. They don't play team basketball at all. But when they're hot, they're hot. Um, this is what I love about um, UCLA, though. Adem Bone is only a sophomore. You kind of see him starting to do more, right? Sebastian Mack is a stud. He took yeah. over in that game against uh, Marquette. Just took over and damn near beat them by himself. Um, and then the guy I was talking about, Aday Mara, he did. He's a, it's a matchup dependent thing with him. Because if you look at his minutes, he didn't play at all against Marquette. Zero minutes or six minutes. I wouldn't play him either. And he played Chaminade. He played a lot. And like early in the year too, LIU F um, Lafayette. He played twenty four and eleven minutes. Had twenty had fourteen points and five points. And then he so he's like he's young. He's really raw. But he was one of the he's like one of the top guys that were coming over. Like he's supposed to be really good. He's seven three. Like he's a he's a, he's a freak, but he's young, so that I think will be good if he stays. They have um, 
Stefanovic from uh, Lazar Stefanovic. He came from Utah. He's a stud. He's a pretty good player. I just like this team is young. They're they're fire like Dylan Andrews, sophomore. McClendon, sophomore. They start two sophomores and two freshmen. Or three sophomores and a freshman and then a junior. Like they're young and I think give this team some time. They're gonna be really good. And then that I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his name. But Batukintel, but Bayukintel. Burke. Burke. This is the guy I was talking about. Burke Bayou Knuckle. He hasn't scored a lot. But Vic Cronin said this guy he thinks is gonna be really good. Oh yeah, as a little foreign guy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He, the last no, time no. he thought that was Hami Hakez. He found out he knew Hami Hakez was going to be good as a freshman. He said this guy is going to be a good player. Like they're young. If they can keep keep these guys around, I don't think Sheldon Mack will be around for three four years. He'll probably be a two three year guy, maybe, uh, maybe even one. But this team, like, yeah. they're on they're on the right track for sure. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna they're gonna beat. Um, they're gonna give some scares to like in Arizona and like. Teams like top there in that conference. Yeah, your top seven like possessions use like contributors. You have one. You have four freshmen. Yeah, I mean they lost a ton. How like how do you replace Tiger Campbell? Bonus gonna Bonus gonna leave. I don't know. I think the the year depending on how much of the role he has. If he has a good year, he probably will because he's playing playing pretty well. He bodied. Who was it on Marquette? Cam Jones put his put his knee to his forehead pretty much. Took off from like the free throw line almost. But uh, yeah. I mean, how how do you replace in one year? How do you replace Hami Hakes, um, Amari Bailey, Tiger Campbell, Jalen Clark, two, five, two fifth years, and another one of the best defenders in the league? Like, how do you replace that in a year? You literally lost. Like Jalen Clark was the best wing defender in college basketball. Yeah. So our defender. I like. Like I said, Mick Cronin. Awesome coach. He will have this team ready to roll. Like they play really good defense, and they're gonna be they're gonna be a good team. Like it's a very sneaky team if they can make the tournament. I don't know if they'll ever replace Tiger Campbell. Batman is one of the best, one of the better like true point cards you've seen in college basketball. I mean, um, that's kind of it. Unless you have anything on Shamanade. Uh, <laughs> Luke told me not to bet. They're spread against Kansas. Piece of shit. Yeah, my bad. Um. We'll go to Battle for Atlantis. I think we kind of t- hinted on everything. We got Arkansas. We got Memphis. But UNC, I thought, played pr- looked really good. Yeah. I like where I saw in North Carolina. I, I like where they're at. I think they're I think they're a good team. I think um, they Cormac Ryan can just, just like that, take over a game. Like that. Crap. <laughs> um, you saw it against UNI. He just, second half, came out firing, hit a couple threes early, and then it was kind of over from there. He's he's awesome. Harrison Ingram just a really good basketball player all around. Like, I think this is a this is a good team. I think they are going to give. It's the top three in the ACC. Top four in the ACC are good. Duke, UNC, Miami, yeah, ACC, Clemson. ACC's not going to be bad. They're your fifth like, teams, Virginia probably. Virginia's not like terrible yet. Pitt's not terrible. Clem- Pitt's actually playing decent. Clemson's, Clemson's good. not. Clemson's good. NC State is after that. It's terrible. No, I don't know. I, th- I like I like this UNC team a lot. I like what I yeah, saw out of them. I like where they're at. I don't, I don't think they're going to be. Kadu is really getting into the swing of things in college basketball. Which is that's which, awesome. Yes, which I, it take him even a little more, but he'll get there. 
Uh, Michigan sucks. Thank God we don't Thank- have to worry about them anymore. Fuck. <laughs> wait for them to lose. I was not. I didn't I remember what I told you. I said wait till wait till Javon Howard's back. Dude, I just remember like when he first got there. I thought he was like good. Yeah, because he he won with Beeline's team. Yeah, and he just hasn't got anything since. Wasn't even his, his team. team. If Namari Burnett is scoring twenty points for you, <laughs> you have a fucking issue on your team. Namari Burnett does not know how to shoot. And like Nakumwa is like your top score, like go to score, like outside of Doug. But like, come on, Nakumwa is good, but not that. Um, Jesus, yeah. Then obviously FAU, Iowa State. We hit A and M, lost to a good FAU team. I they're still a really good team. Yeah, I I don't take Wade Taylor put thirty five in there against Iowa State. I think Wade Taylor is so fucking went for thirty five. He was he went crazy. He shot forty five threes this year. Holy fuck! <laughs> um, He's five in Ken Palm's um, Player of the Year. Yeah, the Ken Palm Player of the Year is interesting. Zach Eady is way ahead of everyone. We'll, we'll talk about that at the end, but Bama loses a loses to Ohio State. Ohio State, decently underrated team, and Alabama on the other hand is, I don't know. Uh, they're gonna be yep. You know what? Damn, damn can they score? Yep, yep, yep. Box of chocolates, hundred percent. Yep. Look at their right scores now. this year. Yep. One hundred five, one hundred two, one hundred two, ninety eight. 81-99. They just might be a lock for... Who do they play tonight? Clemson, Clemson, who is the opposite style. It's at Alabama, though. That game it? scares me because whoever... But if if Clemson can control the pace, they're going to beat them. Probably outright. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to bet Bama, but that's at, it's at like nine and a half. Clemson's a good team, dude. I don't know. I might. I want to bet they, Clemson. Like that. that's insane. One hundred one or one hundred five, one hundred two, one hundred two, ninety eight, ninety nine, and eighty one points. They're projected to score like eighty. It's, not, it's not like they don't play defense. They offense. They just push, 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 push. Like it's crazy. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. Baylor's looking really good. Yes, they're in my top ten. Very, very good. Uh, oh my. I'm like six, I think. Ray Ray J is an awesome point guard. Like they found yeah. some, they found something in him. Like Which he was already good. obviously really good, but the guy's dishing it too. Yeah, Baylor's Baylor's a guard team, guard based team. They yeah. always have been. No, he's so. dishing it too. Eight six, eight four, eight two. Turns it over a decent amount, but it'll yeah. be fine. He'll get there. <laughs> His assist rate is 35.4. Like, he's 33 in the nation, but his turnover rate's 27.6. Yeah, he can like score. Right. He can score. Like, Jacoby Walt. You, that's the thing. This is what I love about him. Pick a guy. Ray J or Co- Jacoby. You got to guard one of them. You can't guard both. The other that's, one's, like, one's going to go off. This is what they need. They need guards. And then everybody else in their team, long, lengthy defenders. I tell you, that that Misi down low is a dog. Ew, I like him a lot. He's playing good. Yeah. I, I love I'm Baylor's back. I don't and, care. And Jalen Bridges, wait till he gets hot. Like he t- he had game la- games last year. He golf for thirty. Yeah, dude, this Misi guy, he just he's consistent. And he's he a good player. Shoots like four. Uh, shoots like sixty percent from the field. Scores about ten points a game. Yeah, Jaden Nunn's dog. Like they they're good basketball. They might be. They, I said they can get. That was my team to 
win after besides Kansas this year in the Big 12. Um, Oklahoma beats Iowa and USC. They're actually looking like a good basketball team, and I hate to say it. I agree because, oh, my God, I I want Oklahoma basketball to be back, but I feel like Porter Mo- Moser just sucks. He has not had a good stretch here at Oklahoma. I mean, his He's getting record, his guys, though. Yeah, his record's 19 and 16, 15, 17. Is this his third year? Yeah, Is this kind he's, of he's getting you know, his guys. You can get freshmen to get become sophomores. You get transfers to like maybe stay here. Uzan's a stud. McCollum's a stud. Uh, Ortega, US, Ote- lost. Ortega Owe. Is that his name? Ortega Owe. He's good. Like they, they, they're good. They're gonna be. They're gonna be good. They're supposed to finish twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah. Did you expect this? No, I didn't think they're gonna be very good. I thought Porter Moser was gonna be out the door soon. I know this was his last year here. I mean, they, they should have lost. They were supposed to finish twelfth in the Big Twelve. That's that's last, isn't it? No, no, they have fourteen, I think. Yeah, but dude, um, they should have lost this game to USC though. That tip in, but they won. Eight. Hey, they're in the position to be in that position. <laughs> you got a point. You know, um, Air, oh Arizona, Michigan State. Um, here, this is I was. You know, I'm going to toot my own horn here. What did I say about Caleb Love this year and going to Arizona compared to North Carolina? I don't know if you remember. I said, I said, when if he's not playing good, they will sit his ass on the bench with no problem and get guys to come in. They'll be fine. And that's exactly what he's done this year. Like, if he's not playing well and he's doing, like, I'm not saying Caleb Love's a problem at all. He's actually played pretty well for them this year. But, they don't they don't need him out there like UNC needed him. Like if he's not defending, that's the biggest thing. If he's not playing defense, they'll they'll take him out. Jaden Bradley is a stud on defense. Kashad Johnson is a unreal transfer pickup. He's almost a better pickup than Caleb Love is this far in this season. Yeah. Kashad Johnson's think, a stud. I don't think Caleb Love is like for not like playing great, I think the team is way better than Caleb Love is. If that makes sense, yeah. And I think he, and this is the thing. This is the thing I really love about Arizona. Without him, I don't see a tournament run in them. But with him, it's gonna be. You know what I mean? With Kashad yeah. Johnson or with Caleb Love, he can he can take over a whole entire tournament, not just a game, a whole tournament. He can, and that's what I think they've been missing. Yeah, they don't. And, they, then, they and, then, and, and if he's not on, and they need to get stops, they have guys to get stops too in his place. This is the first year they actually know how to Dude, play. Dude, they have an awesome basketball team this year. I got to I got to fucking come to terms. with I them, put a future I, on them already. I hate Arizona every year. Tommy Lloyd is one of the best coaches in the country, and I think people are just kind of forgetting about him because he's struggled a couple. He's two years into his tenure at Arizona, and he's, he. Struggled to get out of the first couple of rounds. Two years. Two years in. Three years. Hard. Whatever this is it was. The best, the best defense here they've had. This is the only year like, they've ever been inside the top 20. Dude, I'm telling you, these guys are good. Um, Kashad Johnson, what an addition. I'm telling you. Elite. He's averaging 13-7 and seven for him and playing really good defense. Jay and Bradley can literally guard anyone. They, they say... No, not many people can guard one through four. This he's six three. Jane Bradley he can guard one through four. 
He's a stud. No one can guard one through five, though. It's either one no. through four or two through five. Um, and then their leading scorer is Boswell. Yeah, Boswell is better. Is better Kyle than Boswell. The I think Kyle Love might be like their third best, fourth best player. That's what I'm saying. But then, if he's your third, fourth best player, it's a good thing. And it like comes and it comes down to it in March. Your third, fourth best player is the guy that could take over a game for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like yeah, you mean I know what you mean. You mean it's in a good way. Yeah, it's a good way. But like, there, I love their pace of play. Their average possession possession length is fourteen point six seconds. Dude, and they play a lot of guys too. They're and they deep. just they, like they get, you get the ball up quick. Listen, they don't wait around. The shot clock will never run out. They're getting the ball up. They put they have rim line everything. Good offense. Great, six, phenomenal coached offense. It is beautiful to watch rim lines and fucking. They have oh, it's they have six guys averaging over double figures. Um, next is freshman KJ Lewis with six point seven. Then they have another six, and then they have Jane Bradley. Is there? Eighth, ninth leading scorer, but he is starts and because he's a really good guard on ball defender and just a good player overall. Like this team is so good this year. I think they might like. I would love to see. I said I'd love to see them play Purdue because they got size to match Purdue size. Omar yeah, Ballo is not. He's them. Omar Ballo seven foot, but he's not just seven foot. He's big. Yeah, they play. And then, okay. and then that freshman Krivas, who's playing really well this year, averaged ten a game. He's seven two two sixty. Yeah, there's another one. That's him for you. Like that, that's that's my point. Like, and, and Kashad Johnson's a six seven wing. Like these guys just have size, skill. Like they're they're like one of my favorite teams this year. Like they're awesome. Colin Boswell's like one of the best like true point guards, and he can score in the in the country. And Colin Boswell didn't come out of nowhere. He just reclassified. Took a year out, took took a year to learn, and now he's basically would be a true freshman. But no, he's act, he's just a freshman. Doing fifty eight percent from three. This he's year. a sophomore now, but fifty eight last year. No, he's shooting fifty eight this year. Boswell is crazy. What did he shoot last year? That's actually a good question. Last year he shot, he shot twenty nine threes. Yeah, he shot twenty nine threes this year already. He only yeah. shot seventy seven. He's he only made thirty last year. Yeah, Very he's taking a huge step up. Like, they're fun. They're not, yeah, like you said, they're not just one-dimensional this year. Which is the reason why I hate them every year. I'm obviously a defensive guy. When and you're, they, don't fuck, they, they just suck at it. When now they're good. When you're top 10 in tempo and then top 10 in offense and defense, you, you're probably have a good team. Yeah. You push, you score, and get stops. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always a recipe for success. Yeah. Um, But their opponent... Michigan State is now three and three with some good losses, but listen, they're in danger of being right around five hundred starting conference play. They have to play Wisconsin, which I guess they te- te- technically counts conference play, and Nebraska do, but they play them early, and then Baylor. So it's like I don't know. Oakland's in there, not a bad team. Indiana State's not a bad team. Um, That's Rocket Revenge game too. It is. They they were down big in this game, I believe, and then they had to storm all the way back. Yeah, right away, 34-19, 15 point game right off the jet, right off the gate, cut to three, but Arizona just took over and yeah, I just I don't know what to think about Michigan State. I really don't. I'm 
might be just out on them. I'm not out on them. Just they're gonna get in as like a five or six seed though. They're not scary, gonna... scary, scary. Very <laughs> like I don't. Know. They're just a scary team once they get into March though, which I think this year where I can easily see them making the final four. Yeah, like yeah, when you when you have the expectation, then you lose the expectation, and then you just do it. Yeah, you just get in, and it's fine. I, I don't know. Totally... It's gonna be interesting. Um, it's obviously gonna be stretched in the Big Ten where. Yeah, like you can win a lot of them, and then yeah, I guess we hinted on Creighton already. Lost Colorado State. I still think they're fine, but they still have steps to make. They have steps to take to be that. They're like a Tennessee where they they wanted to be in that top echelon echelon of teams, and they still have steps to make to get there. They're just not there yet. I agree. So they maybe they can't get there, but they're not there yet. Little yeah. little in over their head, I guess, right now. But that's it yep. for kind of re- recap. I don't know if you have anything else, but I think we kind of hinted pretty much all of it. We covered a lot. We got we got to do more than one episode a week because there's too much basketball. Yeah, that's facts. Houston's number one in Ken Palm. Just letting you know. Yeah, Houston's good. Curious, they haven't played anyone yet, but I'm not like knocking them for it. They've beaten everyone. They're doing what they're supposed to. What What do you want them to do? They don't play anybody for a while. Really, it's December. We thought they play A and M, but otherwise it's Xavier Rice. Yeah, December sixteenth. That day is going to be the best day of ever. Yeah, same as last year. All right. Well, there's some. We'll do upcoming games. Some good ones tonight. Miami, Kentucky. Let's take the over. Have fun. Don't be a sucker. Don't take the under in that game. I don't care if it goes under. Don't do it. Kentucky's winning too. Minus five and a half. There's a play for you. It's that seven now. That game. I'm just taking the over. I'm just going to have fun. I'm taking both. You're literally seeing probably one of the best, like, guard versus guard matchups, like, two versus two, like, in the, like. Neither of them, none of them play defense either. You have Dillingham, Wagner, and Reed Shepard, and you got Wuga Poplar is a stud this year. Like, Nigel Pack. Like, it's going to be such a fun game. I'm just going to take the over. Convince me. Over. Uh, Clemson, Bama. We already talked about it. Like, the clash of styles in this game is going to be. Something else, so I'm really curious to see who kinda... opposite the track. Opposite the track, that means I'm, I don't know what that means. It means stay away from it. I I want to take Clemson, but at the same time, Bam at home. If they just get on a run, they just take over, and I don't know. Bam at home is fucking slept yeah. on. That team, they're at home, they score. Like, but it's I think Clemson's one of the most underrated teams in the country. I don't know. Maybe we'll just watch the game. Just enjoy it. Don't force anything. Oh. Just enjoy it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um. Wednesday, so tomorrow, some good ones too. It's the ACC SEC challenge. That's why there's so many good ones. Uh, Duke at Arkansas. Arkansas could not be lower. Duke. Duke's just Duke. I mean, it's a good spot if you want to think that uh, Arkansas could sneak them because I think they're going to get a pretty favorable number. There's a good chance I bet on Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, them at home, it's it's a perfect sandwich. If not sandwich, it's the perfect spot for them to just win after they – Look terrible. They win at home. Yeah, they're one of the hardest places to play. Place to play in the country. Right. I'm not betting on Duke in that game at all. No, I think it's like Duke or stay away type deal. Yeah, I don't. Ken, I don't according know. to Ken Palm, it looks like it's gonna be about a three point spread towards, um, Duke. So three point Duke. According yeah, to Ken Palm, be, so I wouldn't be surprised if it goes one and a half to Duke. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Um. This is a good one. This this one I'm really excited for. Duke or Tennessee UNC. Tennessee UNC. 
I think that, yeah, that that's gonna be an interesting game for sure. That's gonna be spreads awesome. looking I, like UNC at UNC spreads looking about two points for UNC. Ken Palm has a favorite by two. I like no, yeah, I like North Carolina in that game. I yeah, do. I, I I do too. I, I really I think I do. I think um, I just don't trust Tennessee enough. Like they have the they have the over over at like one forty something, and I don't trust them to score enough points. And I think UNC actually is playing really good basketball. So. Yeah, I like. I, you keep it I can see Tennessee winning. I can easily see Tennessee winning, but I like. North, I personally think North Carolina will win, and I'll probably bet that. Mm-hmm. Uh, AM at Virginia. AM at Virginia. I, at Virginia, like every game, it's like the better teams going on the road, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it makes it way better. AM's supposed to lose this game on Ken Palm. Yeah, they are by one. I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Virginia is just scrappy, tough to play against this. Virginia it's always tough to play against Virginia you never want to actually you never want to play them I just ha- I know for a fact I'm gonna bet Virginia and A&M is gonna win by 30 <laughs> like you know what I mean it's one yeah. of the games where I see Virginia and I'm like Virginia's getting this done and then A&M it's like the Ohio State game yeah it's like you don't want to be an idiot but oh my fucking god Reese Beekman I'm gonna bet on you I know I am if uh, I gotta see a line first obviously but Colorado Colorado State little rivalry at Colorado State place oh, give be, me Colorado place State. is gonna be rocking they're supposed that to win by they got them Kempom has them by four one of the Colorado coolest State. gyms one of the coolest gyms in college basketball is it yeah like the court and everything have you seen it oh their court's sick Colorado State gym, like looks funny. It's not cool. It just looks funny. Hey, Joey. Joey's here. Hey, Joey. Like, look, you see, like on yeah, the walls man. in the top right and left. Do you see a Are picture you? of it, Luke? Um, I searched like, gym. I should search basketball gym. Yeah, because if you look at like the top left and right, there's like big walls with like. Oh yeah. Yep, I know. It just talking. like looks cool. I, I love their why. court too. Yeah, the court's got the big fucking antlers and shit. Yeah, the walls with like the ram horn. Yeah, I don't know why, but I fuck. I just love the gym. It's fucking sweet. Yeah. Um. And then, like I said, that Liberty FAU Charleston little trio thing starts. I think like Wednesday, which is gonna be so much fun because those are three really good teams that are. Um, I saw Liberty's coach talking. He's like. Yeah, it's awesome opportunity as you see like when you see these good teams not no one wants to schedule you. Like these really good the top high programs don't want to schedule you, so it's good that we get to play against he's like us Liberty, we get to play against two teams that literally like were the top two teams I think in wins last year. So Yeah. That's gonna be really fun, honestly. I'm I might watch those games over like the other like because those teams are actually really good. Yeah, like we know what to expect. They lost out of- like Liberty they had What's his name? Darius McGee last year was bucket. He's gone, but then they still just rattle off a bunch of wins. They're, they're, they're awesome teams. Um, like if these guys were in like the ACC or something, they'd be right at the top, like towards the top. Yeah. Or any conference. Um, Friday, UConn, Kansas. That's going to be fun. Is that at Kansas? Uh, yes. Fuck. They have Kansas by two. At Kansas, though, you have to bet Kansas. Dude, that's going to be a fun game. UConn is... Oh, my God. I could never be so wrong about a team this year. UConn is so fucking good. Yeah, they just have everything you need in a basketball team. 
They're so good. Like Tristan Newton is like one of the best players in the country. Donovan Klingon just went off for like 28 last night. The ballsiest play. Yeah, dude. The ballsiest play in the world, though, is taking fucking UConn in that game. I would not be surprised if they do it, though. Yeah, just at Kansas, though, is tough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's it for Friday. Saturday, you get the Marquette-Wisconsin rivalry. That'll be really fun. Um, yeah. I don't care who you, I don't care who you are. Yeah, I know you're Marquette, but Wisconsin's no joke. Like, at home. Like, it's not just no walkover, I should say. I shouldn't say no joke. No walkover. Uh, USC Gonzaga, that'll be a fun one, too. On Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday is Creighton-Nebraska. A little underrated game at Nebraska. Nebraska at home last Sneaky. year was a lock. To cover. To cover. Not to win. To yeah. cover last year. They were a lock yeah. at home. That's all I got, I guess, right now. Um, I do want to point out some of those players. So, like, little player spotlight, I guess you could call it. Obviously, Zach Eady's one. But Jane Ledee for San Diego State, been a monster. He was there last year, but he didn't like he didn't score a lot. He has been on an absolute tear this year. Yeah, I saw that. San Diego State bigs and their little hook shot that they do from who cares how far out. Like, do you remember the tournament last year? Just turn around a little hook, and it's from basically the free throw line. It would just get a roll that you would. It's almost like a laser at the rim, and it would just kind of like hit off the rim and like roll, hit the backboard, and roll. Like it just go in. Hilarious it is like I hate that shot so much, but they just know how to do it. <clears throat> he's averaging twenty four and ten. Like he's a, he's a beast. This is another That's team so lost fun. to lost to a good BYU team, and people just kind of read them, written them off. They're playing really good basketball right now. San Diego State is. The BYU guys, are they ranked? Are they ranked now? BYU, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're undefeated. They're they're good. They're good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. I just really wanted to kind of talk about Jalen D. He's a stud, having one of the best years like in college basketball. Dude, right now there's a thing out on FanDuel. This is fun. Um, the Wooden Award, Zach Eady to win the Wooden Award. No and yes. <laughs> No one else has that option. Just says no and yes. What's what's his odds to win right now? Plus one sixty, and I kind of want to bet it. Damn, I'm not touching it. Um, he's minus two thirty not to. I don't know who else. Like I, I would like like as of now bet on like after these after feast week. I really like the Arizona pick. Tyson Walker's up to four. He's playing really well. I was swinging. Diamond. Wade Taylor's. Probably up there. He's playing really good. Oh, he's not up there, really. Really? Wade Taylor, yeah. He's below Max A. Smith, Omar Bala. Who's surprising, though? Oh, Collier is in, is the same odds as Connect. Hmm. At about eight or nine. Um, Yeah. Tyson Walker and Donovan are the same. Armando Baycott, Trey Alexander, Tyler Kolick. Yeah, Tyler Kolick, Trey Alexander, Collier, and Dalton Connect are all the same odds. Right now, damn. I gotta start betting the fucking conference over unders. That's fun. what conference over under win under over under. Oh, wins they have the that on FanDuel. Yeah, dude, I can fucking throw a couple in for they it. They don't conference have that here. They did the one day I looked. I don't know if they still do. They did. I saw it. Team futures. 
Yeah, they don't have it on here. I had it at one point. I don't know. Maybe I can't put it in anymore. It might be too close. The, dude, I'm looking at the Mountain West. This is going to be San Diego State, Colorado State, and New Mexico. That's going to be a hell of a race. I could not tell you who's going to win that. No. I kind of want to throw something on Colorado State, but it's only 300. Were they, was New Mexico in front of them to start the year, or was it Colorado State? New Mexico was two. Colorado State was like four or five. Boise Fuck. State was like three. Yeah, they dropped all the way down. Yeah, they're not, they're not very good right now. I'm just pissed I can't. Mm, that makes me mad. I get Baylor at 700. I don't hate that at all. Baylor at 700. You can get a 700. Oh, I might sprinkle that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Well... Marquette's favorite now in the Big East, but that's going to be a hell of a race. Villanova's playing so good right now. Crane will, oh, fe- no. will be fine. Marquette, UConn. Oh my. Like, how do you even pick? Dude, there's, you can't. Marquette might be favored, but UConn, I, I think UConn looks the best out of every team, honestly. Yeah, I like the upside of Marquette, but I think right now, playing-wise, UConn's probably playing the best. Yeah. I mean, Mar- Crane- Marquette's beat played better teams and they've only had one loss but overall just playing the best it's probably UConn Marquette then Villanova then Creighton that's fair um well that's kind of kind of it I guess right you got anything else college basketball um follow follow you were gonna say follow Luki totals um also follow my action because Luffy totals is more of like a system play. So not all my picks are on there. Yeah. That makes sense. My, if you want to get even more dangerous, you could possibly lose money because follow obvious outrights. <laughs> and by the Logan Yetkin. <laughs> you do one pick a day or what? How does that work? Yeah, I'll probably just do one or I'll probably do like maybe a parlay like Pen on the slate. Just like a three leg or four leg or just it's only money lines. We ain't doing none of that spread, none of that bullshit. <laughs> Just keep it straight up. Who's going to win? Obvious outrights. Yeah, go follow it. Um, Pretty much like turning into our burners. I'm going to just be active on it. Just why not? Just have some fun. Tweeting random shit, watching games. What? I said we, um, I say we, I think we give Joey props. Yeah. We give him props. He, he, he can't take spread. He, he just gets props. Well, he's got his own burner that just kind of goes haywire. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's it. So thank you for listening. And as always, take it easy. Take it hard.